0: podcast i'm a big film nerd everett
1: and i'm emerald and i'm engaged to a nerd
0: on this week's uh, episode we'll be covering two different movies
1: i chose priscilla directed by sofia coppola
0: and i chose americazzi directed by michael gorgian uh for both of these movies we will do non-spoilers and then spoilers there will be time codes down the description below let's get into it
1: hi what's your name priscilla boyer you like elvis presley course who doesn't all right for this week I chose the movie Priscilla directed by Sofia Coppola this stars Jacob Elordi as Elvis as well as Kaylee Spaney as Priscilla um it follows their relationship based off of her memoir Elvis and Me um of how they met leading up to their inevitable decline in their romantic relationship and yeah uh, that's pre- I don't know if there's really anything we could say that's not spoilery, but...
0: Um, yeah. um I think another thing to just get out of the top, uh, if you're a huge Elvis fan and think he walks on water, probably not the movie for you. Yeah. Um, this is very much the Priscilla side of the story. As usual, the truth might end up somewhere slightly more in the middle, but I think it's about time we finally get to hear this side because last year we got an Elvis movie that just made him look like a sad tortured soul yeah Um, and did not require him to take accountability for some skeevy stuff in his past
1: yeah and also we hated that one we thought it was bad (laughs) and stupid yeah Um, movie. this one I thought was fine I liked it it was a little bit choppy to me because they just took sections out of like anytime we review a book or a movie that's based off a book We oftentimes run into that where it's not a very smooth story because they pull out the biggest parts of the book, but they leave a lot out. Um, So it wasn't really like a getting to know the characters to a big climax to like a finale. It was kind of all just across the board the same pace really
0: yeah it very much it keeps the same emotion and tone for almost every scene yeah and that is really my only major criticism of this movie there's no up and downs yeah
1: we could have had a few moments where she's alone in the house just be cut out because i get it she was alone a lot that's a bummer summer but like I, it was a little boring to watch over yeah. and over and over. The, almost the same exact scene. Um,
0: or if you're going to show them, like, why this moment? Why yeah. is this minute of her being alone more important than other moments? And it didn't feel that it justified why it included certain scenes. And then even just like when they were together, every scene kind of followed the same pattern.
1: Yeah. But there is also a lot that I did like about it, um, including we were talking about this as we were leaving the height difference between Jacob <laughs> Elordi and her. She was so small. She's one when yeah. we looked it up, and he's like 6'5". Five. And so it really kind of helps capture the fact that she was so young when they met that, I don't know, I, I just, yeah, they did a good job of casting yeah because she's
0: they're only one year apart the actors she's 25 he's 26 i think it was Yeah, but Um, in the movie but the fact she's playing a child and there's a almost foot and a half height difference between the actors really makes you believe that they're and it made us immediately go look up their ages to be like did they just have like a you know an actual 17 18 year old actor performing all of this
1: yeah because when they met she was 14 and he was 24 so it really just captures that childlike <laughs> quality um so i do think they captured it really well sorry if you hear our cat in the background he's Again. meowing <laughs> um but yeah so i did really like that i thought the casting choices were really good yeah like kaylee um,
0: spaney was really really strong like yeah jacob lordy was good in this movie
1: yeah um he got the accent perfect (laughs) he got the
0: accent pretty good but outside of like oh that's a pretty good accent i don't know that there were any like standout yeah well he didn't really
1: have any emotional parts to play besides being angry occasionally like it wasn't really a movie about elvis no so it was i just i think yeah
0: (laughs) and i think of course, because this is how things always go, especially with an Elvis movie having come out last year. All of the conversation is around Austin Butler ver- versus Jacob Alordi. and I think these are two very different versions of Elvis that we're seeing. They're two very different performances, therefore, and I don't think one is necessarily like better than the other or worse than the other. I think they're trying to do different things and they went about it two different ways and that's fine what I think we should be talking about is Kaylee Spaney and how great she was in this role
1: yeah she was really good um yeah I don't know I overall I wasn't like bored during it but I also might forget that I watched it I thought it was fine
0: yeah um and I think it's shot well and it looks nice but I think I if I had to guess they used almost entirely like the natural lighting so not bringing in any lights to a room or if they're outside just leaving it be all of this kind of stuff and that can work and be really nice and there it makes everything look really natural and pretty but at the same time because a lot of this is shot indoors at Graceland uh it means every shot the characters are backlit and their faces are really dark yeah i didn't me. notice that and it but... just the whole for a a movie like this the color grading and the way it was shot just made it look really dark like a bad thriller from the early 2000s where everything's a little dark and i was just confused why i did that not was notice chosen. that
1: once so i yeah i don't know no. <laughs> um, um but yeah let's move into spoilers Okay, um, so spoilers for Priscilla. Um, so yes, this follows Priscilla, obviously, um, as she is in Germany, um, stationed because, well, her father is stationed there. He's in the armed forces, and that's the same time Elvis was there. Uh, she's 14 at the time in the ninth grade, and a man asks her to come to a party with him, because Elvis will be there, which is already a little weird. Her parents are super hesitant, but they finally let her go. Um, When she meets Elvis, he pretty much immediately latches onto her and, you know, begins a romantic relationship with her. And although they do not have sex until she is 18, he should still have gone to prison, because this should have been illegal. He kisses her the first night, he's 10 years older than her. It's weird. Um, But anyways, he goes back to America to continue being, you know, Elvis. There's all these stories about all these other women being in love with him and everything. And she's, you know, having to trust that what he's saying to her is true and that he only has feelings for her. Um, She visits him once and, you know, he makes it clear he's still romantically interested in her. And then it moves into she's 16 or 17 and he convinces her parents to let her come live with him even though she's a child she's still in high school you know and, and part of
0: the agreement is she'll still go to a good catholic school over here and like we'll make sure she keeps her grades up as she comes to live with this man who's 10 years older than her
1: yeah and her parents were really hesitant obviously to let her go because that's weird um And yeah, she doesn't really keep her grades up, but she finally graduates um, and they're still being romantically involved. There's still all these other rumors coming up that he's with, you know, other women. But anytime she questions him about it, he immediately gets like really angry and freaks out. And I, I really liked the parts of this movie that show how easy it is to fall into such a controlling relationship because it did just start with him being like, no, you should dye your hair black and you should wear more eye makeup because it'll really bring out your eye color into the point where he's like, he controls everything she wears, the color she wears, the pattern she wears.
0: The fact that she Um, has to stay at Graceland, can't go out and do her own things. And he doesn't
1: take her with him because he wants to be able to have affairs. Um, But even she gets in trouble for just sitting in their front yard because there's so many fans watching through the fence and they don't want them, you know, it could ruin his it could ruin his image to be seen that he's living with a girl, especially one who's underage, but that he's living with a girl and is romantically involved with someone because then they don't have a chance. And that's like a lot of his, the brand. things that, yeah, his brand is being, you know, sexual, but yeah, he, he literally just controls everything in her life where she can go, who she can talk to, how much money she spends, what she eats, what she wears, any, everything about her, he's controlling. And, you know, anytime she questions him, he basically just screams at her and lets her, like, let it be known to her that she really doesn't mean anything to him. Like, the first sign of any kind of argument, he threatens to kick her out, starts packing her stuff, is yelling at her. He also started giving her drugs that she was relying on, and yeah, he was super heavily into drugs, obviously. I mean, if you saw the Elvis movie last year, you know this, that he really struggled with that, but he did also give them to her. Um, so she was relying on them for school and everything and for sleep. And yeah, he was just not a great guy altogether and cheated a lot. And yeah. Um, the thing that Pissed me off the most, which I told him because I'm such a perfume person, (laughs) is the fact that she wore Chanel number five. And then later he's flirting with a woman right in front of her and is talking about how great her perfume is or whatever. And it was Chanel number five. And I just think that is so rude. (laughs) Yeah, he was just not a great guy to her. He wasn't super involved in their relationship. He wasn't the best father. And eventually she decides to divorce him and finally go live her life and see who she is because she's wasted all this time with this man who didn't really care about her and she just just didn't have the opportunity to experience who she is or find out who she is because she just got so sucked into this controlling relationship. Uh, Yeah, and then she leaves and then it's over. Um, And it yeah, it was fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I think it is a good portrayal of this type of relationship it is realistic in a lot of ways and believable Um, again performances all around pretty strong uh i think as we we kind of mentioned in the no spoiler section um it struggles that every scene is kind of the same tone she walks into a scene she's happy to see elvis then he gets too controlling she gets upset he has a tantrum he goes away for a while he comes back she's finally excited to see him again same thing happens and it just it happened a, a few too many times and then when it finally ended it didn't feel like what like i get that she's aging up and maturing and finally realizing but there was no
1: moment of realization no moment of
0: realization and i don't know how you necessarily do that without it being super cheesy you don't want to necessarily add like her journaling or a voiceover where she like is explaining her emotional state but at the same time i saw the same thing happen five times in a row and then after the fifth one she just that's the one that broke the straw that broke the camel's back and it doesn't it's not super clear that there and not that there needed to be a specific moment but
1: some kind of breaking point yeah, that made her. the fact leave. that like
0: it didn't even feel like she's starting to lose her patience quicker with him or starting to bring up these concerns more often it seems literally the same pace
1: yeah and it's like at some point she did stop fighting back she just gave into it like there's a scene where he's like i think we should take a break um i'm just like not happy and she just goes okay tell me when you want me to leave and walks away but then they stay together like three more years or something. Yeah. And a little bit the way they portrayed it, she was taking like some martial arts classes and then it shows her going out to dinner and she finally has friends. But she goes out with the martial art like instructor and then like kind of flirts with him a little and then that's when she decides to leave. So it's almost like she was leaving him for that guy, but then they never talked about him again. So I don't know if it's like maybe she saw that she had other possibilities. She finally made other friends. She wanted her life, but they didn't really... Yeah. Show it. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think and again with it being based on a true story and a book, it's hard to necessarily do this, but I, I think for for a book you can sit there and especially an autobiography, you can talk about what you were feeling at the time. And whereas with the movie, there needed to be some character that she was close to. Yeah. And that we could see her go and talk to them and so we could get a little bit more inside her head just to really make it clear what's going on because up until she left, I would have believed any ending, that she stays, that she leaves, that they take a break for six years and then get back together. Like any of those seemed possible. So the fact that she then decides to leave just comes across as like, oh, okay, sure. As opposed to like, I saw this coming or oh, now I see, yes, this is the logical next step for this story it just kind of happens yeah so yeah. yeah all right what would you rate it
1: um probably around a five or a six for me I th- I'm i pretty neutral to it I liked the acting I liked the cast but overall it was forgettable
0: yeah I think I'm gonna go higher like a seven or an eight um I do I enjoyed watching it i'm glad we watched it i don't think it's one of the best movies of the year but it's definitely on the upper end of that list um and i think it's a very just a strong movie in many regards okay
1: are you gonna be here or not
0: All right, my movie this week comes from Armenia and is called Amerikatsi or The American. Uh, it's directed by Michael Gorgian, stars Michael Gorgian, uh, Hovak Kuchkarin, uh, Nelly Uvarova, and Mikhail Trukin. Uh, apologies on these pronunciations. My Armenian and Russian are not up <laughs> to scratch. Um, this is a movie I did not know an awful lot about, which is. Emerald's favorite thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) in that I just I saw it getting some buzz I saw a few people reviewed it positively uh, and thought it could be interesting and all I knew is it was a guy going back to Armenia sometime after the Armenian genocide um, and that it was a drama comedy so I thought I was like you know what I've been picking a lot of foreign films that are more heavy and classic dramas let's go for something that might be a little a little more lighthearted, a little more positive and the like reviews i saw were like praising it for its strong spirit and you know praise of survival and like bringing light to hard situations and stuff and i think those off those movies are often very good um like a jojo rabbit or something that just like brings a bit of levity to the situation um this movie did not necessarily succeed. I thought it was better that. than
1: Priscilla, so. Well,
0: there you go. <laughs> um, I, As I said, I have a friend who, uh, her family is Armenian, and I reached out to her after this. She said some of her friends had seen it, but she'd not gotten the chance to see it yet, so um, I don't know the authenticity of what happened or How she would feel about it um but as i said to her like i liked it i did not love it i i wanted to love this movie more than i ended up
1: see and this one i liked and i thought (laughs) priscilla was fine like i didn't love this one but it was it was i thought it was i mean it was cute it started really rough for me because it was like the comedy at the beginning was almost like
0: slapstick 90s yeah well
1: it was almost like (laughs) three stooges type weird (laughs) comedy which was odd to me but it moved into more like grounded realistic drama with a little bit of comedy and i i really I, i did enjoy it it was a little long um yeah there's so without giving too much away um the main guy watches a family and there was a lot of that that went on for probably 75% of the movie. That was just, it was a little too much for yeah. me. The movie could I have been I get what shorter. they were
0: going for, but this movie comes in around two hours and it's it could an have hour been, and a half yeah. movie.
1: It's an hour and a half movie for sure.
0: Um, And I think, uh, one thing I think this movie did do very well is striking that balance of serious issues without the comedy coming across as like... Inappropriate or ill-timed, um, and it does that largely by just addressing the issue, the issues, but not really delving into too much, and just letting the characters uh, take center stage of the story. Mm-hmm. I think if you're if you're going into this wanting a rally cry for the Armenian people, that is not this movie. If you just want a movie that's about good spirit and trying to do the right thing, then this is probably for you.
1: Yeah. And the main guy, writer, director, person was so good. I thought he was was a great actor. and Very charming. Yeah. So charming. Just so likable. So darling. Um, And I thought the overall story was was really good. Um, Yeah, this movie could have lost like a half hour of just the sitting and watching, but overall i just thought the story was it was really cute and interesting
0: all right and let's head into spoilers for Amerikazi. all right spoilers for Amerikazi. uh it follows the main guy charlie uh, as the soviet union controlled armenia uh and started giving out uh or promising payments to anyone who would move back who is of armenian descent he'd been living in poughkeepsie new york the number one vacation place according to my father um and yeah so he he takes the money to move back he's kind of excited but he does because
1: he was kicked out when he was like four
0: yes yeah he fled the country when he was super young
1: and his whole family was killed
0: yes uh and so he's coming back and taking the money even though he doesn't speak Armenian very well. He speaks or a Russian. little. Uh, and he speaks basically no Russian. Um, and he is just kind of, right as he arrives, or pretty shortly after he's arrived, he ends up rescuing a little boy when a truck is unloading bread and all the people swarm it. Uh, and the woman, the the mother of the son, ends up uh, being friendly to him and inviting him to dinner with her husband who is in the Russian military um and they they go to dinner and they kind of talk to the the husband trying to get him to give the American guy Charlie a good job and better housing because this isn't exactly how he pictured it when he came back um
1: and he lies to his wife and says he will and then doesn't (laughs)
0: And instead, he has him picked up by some prison people to start talking to him. And through some miscommunication in which he thinks he's giving them 10 ties and then they'll help him out, uh, they get him to sign a confession to being an American spy uh, and agree to 10 years hard
1: imprisonment in Siberia but then an earthquake happens that knocks down the wall of the prison and so through miscommunication again he ends up staying there to help rebuild the wall and he kind of discovers that because they didn't put him in a regular cell they put him in like a storage room um and they kind of he discovers that he can like watch his neighbors Um, through the window or like the people who live next door through the window and one of them is a guard at the prison and is the brother-in-law of the Russian guy who put him there and it's kind of just him learning about his culture through watching the neighbors and stuff and eventually he builds like a secret friendship with the guard who he's been spying on and I don't know it's just really good.
0: And so he creates like a a fun vibe in his room where he's built this tower to be able to sit up there and look out the the window that's way up high so he can watch them and he kind of discovers they're having the people he's watching are having marital issues and it turns out he had agreed um, to be a part of the soviet peop- like uh, controlling group uh, he would give up painting and yet he is such a passionate artist uh, that it causes friction in his relationship Uh, and they just argue and scream at each other and the the wife leaves and leaves him the key to his art supplies on a vase and he can't find it and so Charlie's just watching him tear his place apart looking for this key and he cannot find it so he finally figures out a way to pass a message uh, through one of the other guards and the message gets slightly miscommunicated so then he takes a risk and goes and makes a snow angel because the vase is in the shape of an angel. And finally, the guard realizes and is able to find it and then realizes also someone is clearly able to see me. And they kind of develop this this friendship through not being able to see each other. And they start, like the, the guard ends up having people slip him art supplies and they're painting the same things and just kind of enjoying life together while being apart. Uh, and the guard ends up being able to patch things up with his wife and just, it's a a feel good friendship. And eventually the, uh, wife of the Russian guy finds out he's in the prison
1: by pure coincidence. That was like the silliest coincidence in the movie, but I mean, it's a
0: coincidence, but I also, they justified it enough in that there is like a stork or some kind of bird regional bird there. Uh, And it's talked about and comes up throughout the movie and like his grandmother or aunt or someone. His grandmother used to sing him a
1: song about that kind of bird. Yeah.
0: And that it's been kind of a part of his life. Yeah. Like during the earthquake, he
1: saves one of their eggs and stuff like it is relevant in the movie.
0: But the bird causes a coincidence that allows the wife to realize he's in there and she goes and gets angry with her her husband um and then he doesn't get released immediately because the husband's like well i filed the paperwork that he is an american spy and agreed to that in fact he's supposed to be in siberia and probably dead um and so they end up being like well you know the roof of the prison needs to be repaired so i guess we got to keep him to do work uh and in the meantime petition for an early release
1: and he does get pardoned at the end
0: yeah yeah Um, And then he the people he was watching end up just
1: well the guy the people he was watching the guard the main guard who beats them up all the time ended up calling out sick. So the one who he's been watching and he has this friendship with has to come beat him up and it kind of just makes him. it just makes him so humiliated and embarrassed because he is an Armenian who had to join like the Russian guards because that's what his sister's husband did and that's the good job he got him and in order to continue living he had to do it and so him already being on a team he didn't want to be on and then having to beat up a man who he's friends with just for being Armenian was not great so in the middle of the night he just moves all this stuff out because he's just too embarrassed to face him again and so when he gets released from prison, he decides to stay there instead of going back to America and gets that apartment and lives there. And he has a little Armenian life where he's yeah. happy.
0: Yeah. And so I think, you know, uh, in the end, it's a it's a feel good story. And I felt good. So it accomplished that. But yeah, two hours was a little long for how much story there is just because it is literally just him by himself watching a couple Where he can't hear what they're saying and you watch from his perspective
1: yeah it's literally like the beginning of the movie he saves the boy meets the family that takes up maybe 15 minutes and then the end when he's out of the prison takes like 15 minutes And then there's maybe 10 minutes throughout the whole middle where he is, like, doing other prison things, like helping build the wall back up or talking to this guy who thinks Armenia is the best country in the entire world and talking about all the great (laughs) things they've done for the world. But besides that, all of it takes place of him just watching the people across the street. So it is a little much in that way. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it just i i get what they're going for and they do create a believable relationship between these two people and maybe it wouldn't hit as hard if it was moved through quicker but at the same time the payoff wasn't like so amazing that it was definitively worth sitting there for that long yeah but that being said again this it's still it's a good movie i would i would recommend it to people it's a it's a good feel good time so what would you rate it I will give this one a 7 out of 10.
1: This one I would give a 6. Just because it's not really my kind of movie. But as far as foreign artsy movies he's made me watch, it's on the (laughs) higher end for those. Um, But yeah, like Priscilla, I would probably lean more towards the 5. This one I'd lean towards a high 6 closer to a 7, but not quite a 7 for me. Because I wouldn't rewatch it but I'm glad I did.
0: Yeah. I think for me, Priscilla is just a little bit more, I don't want to say like more of a movie, but like there were a couple times watching Americazzi, it felt like it could have been made 30 years ago, with just like the style and the feel and that kind of like comedy and stuff just didn't really land for me. Whereas there was no point in Priscilla where I was like, Oh, this just feels a little old and dated. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's our thoughts on Amerikazi. Stop
1: you English? No,
0: American. Amerikazi. I was actually born in Armenia. Might as well head back to the homeland and learn about my Armenian roots.
1: Alrighty, thank you for listening to our episode this week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Nerd and Normy, and tune in every Monday for a new episode.
0: And if you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. And if you're on audio platform, leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out.
1: Thank Thank you. you.